Hello and welcome to the How Not To Be A Karen podcast. I am so excited for this week's episode, long time coming. I am, again, so excited to introduce this week's guest, but before I do so, I wanted to give you guys an update regarding, you know, how, but before we get into this week's episode, um, I'm gonna keep, try and keep my intro short and get right into it, but I did want to give you guys an update regarding how, I've been, um, you know, doing self-care about, like, my self-care this winter because I believe this episode is going to be for everybody who cares about themselves and cares about not getting sick and who likes the ocean and likes swimming and, you know, like, cold plunging and all of this other shit that I've been talking about. But, um, again, like, it is the perfect time, in my opinion, um, to do, to prioritize your self-care and your self-needs. So, um, I know I mentioned last episode that I was planning on taking supplements and all of that good stuff. So, I wanted to talk about, um, essentially what my update is. Um, I definitely have not gotten a walking pad yet. I've been meaning to, but, um, walking outside, I've been doing morning walks outside, so it's honestly, I've only had time, to be honest, this time around, um, for about, like, 20 to 30 minutes, um, by the time it gets me, in that time, that gets me to the park, and then I, near my apartment, and then I come back walking, um, and then, um, some other stuff that I've been doing is obviously catching up on my Netflix shows, I am finally, um, updated and um finished uh i don't know if you guys know this but i love to bake and this time of year is literally what brings me joy so um i've been feeling festive in a way so i've definitely been up to watching the great british breaking show i believe i always get i was like get this mixed up but yes i love it and um i'm gonna hopefully guys have watched all of it but i love um the way it ended and who won which was spoiler alert maddie um i think he was such a great contestant and consistently um just showed his skills off and essentially just kept baking and baking and getting consistently good at it and what's funny is he literally never thought he could win and he only entered because of his fiance and he was like okay i'm gonna see if fine i'll enter because you keep insisting and then he won you guys that's what happens when you literally let go of expectations and you just go for it without again any expectations of him winning the show and it always works out and even just being a finalist was um he surprised himself and i thought that was such the most beautiful journey and i love that for him um but the other show again i have it's another british show i don't know if it's british enough but it's on netflix they're both they're both on netflix and it's um the crown god i teared up a little last night because i was in the last season princess diana's story and her passing away and like the whole it was just horrible obviously it's such a horrible accident and it just goes to show just how precious life can be i'm gonna go ahead and say that again just how precious life is and how life can change in one single moment you know what i mean and not to get too serious here but it is a holiday season okay and it's i don't know it's just a great reminder of how everything can change at once and it just hit home because i mean I've been through, you know, a a car accident before and I've talked about it here and um, I I describe it in the episode with the gem goddess. Um, So be sure to check that out. It's a wonderful episode. It's one of my favorite episodes I've ever done. Anyway, I described that there, but you know, your life can just be taken away from you or someone you care, really care about in a single instant, you know, like Harry and William's mother was taken just like that. And, you know, in the show, they were showing how princess diana was supposed to come that very same day and this accident happened at like one or two in the morning i don't know don't correct me i'm not not a historian but it happened really early in the morning and they were so close to seeing the mother and had their mother not stopped at paris they would have still had their mother and we all would have still seen princess diana aged and aged beautifully because she was just such 
a wonderful human being and she really set the standard high so of course that's why it had a huge impact in the whole world um so again it just brings me back to this we need to cherish every important or non-important things in our life and stop sweating the small stuff because anything that you think is even super significant right now it might not be in like five years from now um and you know especially things that you can't change um which i think it's a very underrated piece of advice that i've heard of um in the past couple of years and something that i try to remember because again being alive is a privilege and it's it's definitely it can be uncommon um to arrive to a certain age you know what i mean which is very relevant to today's episode because if there's anything you take from today's um or this week's episode rather is um be safe out there especially when driving or when you go out be safe and careful and always aware of your surroundings and if something does not feel right trust your intuition with that shit because you never know okay and obviously don't speed or drink and drive please like i think this is such a like psa that we i've always typically heard but again some people forget yeah it would definitely save a lot of lives out there so this week's episode is all about immunity health we really dive into the science behind it all um for example we talk about blood cells and what makes up a blood cell the difference between white and red blood cells what is plasma exactly and the role it plays in our cardiovascular system how to combat and prevent yourself from getting sick this winter and what not to do if you do end up getting sick which sometimes it happens hey like it's okay and why you should not jump into a body of water you know nothing about we reference a specific tiktok so definitely tune in for that and um the last thing here is we also get personable by a specific condition which is chronic but you know i'm used to it and uh a lot more so let's get right into the episode this week's guest is kiomar martinez a scientist slash analyst in northern california and what I love about this episode is we really get into a story behind how he became a scientist, how he went working in the restaurant industry to working as a scientist slash analyst today for hospitals like Stanford and Kaiser. And with that, let's welcome Kilma Martinez to the How Not To Be A Care podcast. Went over and I just forgot about the whole paperwork saying like, I want to work with you, I want to work with you. But the issue with me but the issue with me was that I did not have the knowledge to what would be the next and second step because they only teach me how to do the speeches at that time. So someone else started taking over the the group that I was about to gather. And I was like, I was okay with it because on my perspective, it was like the only thing they're grading is like the speech and also how well you you go around with other people. And that class made me do that because I was kind of like upset about the professor because in one moment the professor told me like, hey, you should change classes. Like, I don't think you're gonna be able to pass this class. And I was like, that kind of didn't get me mad, but it gave me like, oh, I wanna prove him wrong. Long story short, I got an eight on the class. That and is was, amazing. I love when you can like prove people wrong and like someone or, like that phenomenon of like someone tells you no and you're like, okay, watch me kind of a thing. Yeah. I think it's like a big, um, not just inspirational, but like a big driving factor. And it just adds to you wanting to do something and prove them wrong, essentially. And the funny part also is like I was doing work, I was working a full time job as a dishwasher around that time. So it was funny that I was going with a suit to stay in a hotel for one or two days to do debates and then for doing like two days on the week. And then the rest of the days I was working as a dishwasher. It was it was like the fun, fun and sad moment because a lot of people tell me like, well, you were a dishwasher for a lot of time. You were a good for a long time. And I was like, yeah, but that teach me a lot of things about like cleaning and, and making sure that everything is well protected. They have to make sure that uh, like, because a lot of, we, we're supposed to take like an OSHA 
training to make sure that what we're doing is proper because I was working actually in restaurants. I wasn't working like a on a fast food industry. I was working more like in the restaurant stuff kind of thing. So we had to take like courses about that. And I was really into that kind of topics because it was science. Long story short, I learned a lot of science about just by working there. I was able to improve a lot of things. And then I become from the dishwasher to the lead chef for a little bit. But when I noticed the uh I it was it, it won't be any more money rise of the job that I was having. And I saw how much more money the servers were making. And it wasn't like a high-end restaurant. It was kind of like an outback, like outback kind of level, if that makes sense. But in LA, yeah, that was my first first job, like actually job that I have like a dental and like like insurance insurances and stuff so walk me through this uh so i'm like now wondering how did you so you still live here in socal and then you moved to northern california and how did that your new job where you're at now and because you're essentially i would consider you're a scientist um how did that well, come to uh, be and at what point did your family was like okay you know what maybe we should work, move somewhere else um, because of this well thing was like this uh we moved here we were living in LA for a while I moved out of my dad's place to live with my ex-fiance at that time girlfriend together we lived together for six years I was going to school and then I got a job in the biopharmacy uh for around 2017 I still living in LA I was working there. I worked two and a half years. I make a lot of around the country talking about the the science that that I kind of helped to manufacture. But then COVID happened, and I started having like a mental breakdown, and that's when I started like did not know how to handle it. My brother was living in NorCal, I was living in SoCal, and my dad was living in Las Vegas. So I asked my brother if we can live together. We started living together. We moved to the place that I'm staying now. Right. So you ultimately moved to Northern yeah. California. Yeah. Okay. And after that, I started like trying to find first just a regular job because when I lived uh dive, uh they leave me like a bunch of severance. So I was able to use that to pay uh the apartment for a while. And like all the all the what is it called utilities into everything's got set up and I got a job. Since I don't care what kind of job I'm doing, as long as I get paid properly, I could be like just standing for twelve hours doing a bunch of shit. But if they pay me good enough, I'll do it regardless. So I started working at Tesla as a forklift driver because they pay pretty well. To be honest, I did not know anything about forklifts. Like I did not know how to drive one. I did not know that the wheels were in the back and they, and you have to literally drive backwards. But I figured it out in 30 minutes, I guess. After that, I was like, okay, they hired me. I started working there for like seven months until I got my first like science job that I finally was looking for. And I started working in the company that received blood sample from different different hospitals like Stanford, Palo Alto, Kaiser, and we would do like blood analysis of those samples and figure out how many white cells, blood uh, red cells, how much plasma to see the illness that the person was having. What? are the biggest things that you see are kind of red flags when you get a blood sample and um like what and also like just before we talk about that like what um I guess what for people who don't know like what do you do with those blood samples and what kind of analysis can you determine from a blood sample well in terms of a person's health Okay, well, everything starts with the white cells. White cells are the cells that help the human body to combat illnesses. The higher the amount of white cells that you have, uh, the higher possibility that you have an infection or a bacteria or something around your body. 
that is created also gonna create fever and problems like that. But then the blood cell, the red cells are the ones that help you carry oxygen throughout the body. If you have a lack of uh, red cells, your body is not receiving a lot of oxygen. That's why a lot of people, when they were having a uh, COVID test and they were like scanning their fingers, they were looking at the at the flow, the white cell or the red cells to see red how blood. much oxygen, yeah, how much oxygen is being transported. And then the plasma is literally the carrier. You say it's only six minutes, so I'm just trying to do everything fast. So if you have any more questions, I can explain more often after mm -hmm. coming back. Yeah. And the plasma is just like the carrier. It's like, in my end, the water and the other two things that like things floating around the body. So whenever they find something- It like carries that, the blood, sorry. Yeah, it carries not the blood. It carries what we call blood is red cells, white cells, and plasma all mash up together. Okay, but thank you. you. It, but when you put it on a centrifugate, there's a machine that spins the liquid in a balanced area at certain RPMs during a time that separate all three things in different levels. And you can absorb each level and then count how many cells of each things have and figure it out if the person is having an illness or anything by put in contrast by the body mass ratio the person has. So let's say the, a person 5'8 with 180 pounds is gonna have it at this range. And it's like right here, the amount of white cells, the, uh, the range is right here for healthy, but he's like here. That means he have infections inside because the, the amount of white cells inside is higher than what is supposed to be in the regular body that is not ill. What about, cause I'm gonna speak personally, I grew up, Basically, my whole life, I've had thalassemia, which for people who don't know, um, is essentially I'm anemic for like for life. Mm -hmm. Like it's just something I have. So would that I still get confused on how to explain it? But it's basically a lack of. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, red blood cells. Yeah. So pretty much that what the cause is like. Sometimes you might feel more fatigued faster than regular people when you're running because the amount of oxygen in your blood red blood cells are tra transported to your whole body is less. Yeah. So that means your whole body requires a higher amount of oxygen to transport them than a regular human because it can transport less. Yeah. And like you said, I feel so much fatigue, especially, you know, during that time of the month or if I get up too fast suddenly. It's like the, yeah. this running joke with like low iron girlies and people in general. Like it's just, um, it can... It, it's tiring no pun intended but um there's also um like other factors that can lead to that like sleep you know or yeah. um not eating like if i don't eat every three hours it's like i feel more fatigued yeah. than other people yeah, like you, I need have... to, you need to create glucose that the glucose yes. blood cells and then you're going to be able to transfer the energy to something good no i understand like yeah really let's explain that to people who don't know <laughs> but yeah because I'm still learning a lot about it and um and just basically it's also like to help myself because it's not only tiring but it just affects your everyday life but you know the more you know about your condition and what you have you know it's just better in the long run and um like for example with anemia there's also like other apart from feeling fatigue and lack of oxygen like i get cold easily i'm always yeah. just been historically cold can you explain why or like uh, the, why the is it that the, yeah the problem is that okay your body is always like um in my end there's a generator it's running things but when you don't have enough like fluid it, it cannot create that much of a hyperation and on top of that since you have anemia you are harder to build like fat on your body because you are always consuming stuff to create the blood cells that you need so much and that make you skinnier. And when that makes you skinnier, you're always cold because uh, your, your skin, muscle, nerve are closer because you have less fat accumulated in your body. So when that happens, you feel colder, easier because your, your nerves get touched faster because it can transfer easier than when you have the isolation test of fat. That's why it's always a joke that fat people don't feel cold because uh, they're isolated. That's actually true because- There's more insulation, essentially. No pun intended. 
the skin is gonna feel one way, but after some time, the skin is gonna gonna just acclimatize to the feeling. If it's not too aggressive, then it's gonna damage the nerves and skin cells. Okay, so <laughs> I want to go ahead and differentiate because I'm not again the the biggest science person. So I want to differentiate what because the different blood cell types are like red and white and how important it is in someone's body because I know you do this essentially for a living and you know how important it is because you study this all day can you explain like if more is better because obviously if you have too no, li- it's little never, it's, it's not too much or uh-huh. too little it's like a range that you have to have oh good and range. range okay yeah. and like bmi is, yeah it's kind of based as the BMI because they, that's why every time they're going to take your your blood sample, they have on you, they're going to check on you, the blood pressure, your height, your weight, so they can measure when they're when they're combining all these three like data points, plus the amount of the, uh, white cells that you have, plus the amount of red cells that you have, and how much percent of plasma is in the body then they can figure out the person like how healthy it is for the blood. And also something that I would like to uh, explain about red cells that a lot of people maybe not aware of. Uh, there's one kind of blood cells, the African people, like people from actually descent from Africa. Uh, there's this illness called malaria. That's really bad in the tropical and the, and the humid areas because mosquito can carry it. But the blood cells are that have a different shape, and by that different shape on the in the blood and the red blood cells, they, these kind of people does not have malaria anymore. But it comes with the side effect that is that they're more likely to get diabetes and become in a higher body mass because the blood shape that is now they they have. Is different, and since that happened, the amount of blood, the amount of oxygen they get is different. The way that they absorb nutrients is different, so the whole body composition is different. So stuff like that can make a lot of change. And people like who have like issues with anemia and those things, what I would recommend is figure out what would be with your doctor the best level of iron that you can consume. Because and get tested right to see where yeah. you're starting because yeah. if you don't know where you're at then how do you know if you're improving other than how you feel and all of that but i no, think that's, that's more like uh yeah. no quantitative okay. data that you want to have because uh when these things about the human body you need to have like a specific quantitative data because if you take too much iron can be like have for your body if you don't take enough uh, it's useless and how important would you say is nutrition too because um like obviously so there are supplements like your blood sample and that's why i said like you need to go and check what you're like yeah and then the doctor's gonna tell you depending on your specific issue what kind of supplements you can take because mm-hmm. some people can take uh, there's a variety of iron uh pills. supplements so yeah. all depends on the person so it all depends on the person. It's not like you're going to take one and that one is going to help you because it maybe cannot be done for this type of uh, iron deficiency that you have because each iron have a different kind of connection that they're going to make with the blood because you got to think blood cells are like Lego parts. They, they get all together and iron is part is one of the things that make it like get like that track everything. So if you don't have enough of that, all the materials that make the blood cell, the red cells are on other places, just lingering around, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Um, so can you walk us through the different types of um, like red, there's and, red and white, like different types of blood cells and how they're important in your body? The, the white one is more like... Uh, as I said, it's for uh, illness, depending, it's also you have a ratio of how much white cells you want to have, so you can tell the human body is healthy. If you have too low, that person needs to have like some, some, some kind of supplement because uh, it's really bad to a person to have low 
amount of white uh, white cells because I mean a little cough, a little like a little uh, flu can get that person really really sick for that issue. But then the other side, like if you have too much, that means that you actually have something on your body that you're fighting. So it can be you could have a disease. Yeah, or a second thing that can be like you're taking a medication, like it can be my my case that you're taking a medication and that medication kind of spike those problems and then some side effects. So you you always if you're taking that kind of medication like me, you need to do a blood sample every six months to make sure that everything is okay and you're not getting like sicker or anything like that. Or it's not going too high or too low. How low is too what is the healthy range like how low is too low for white blood cells and also it sounds like white blood cells are for immunity in your yeah. body okay and then uh, why defense red transport plasma moves and they go in different like areas and also uh oxygen the, the blood cells help to move the it's like they exchange things, like they bring oxygen, they take the CO2, they bring it out, you exhale it, you inhale again, blood cells, oxygen, and the whole cycle go back and forward. And meanwhile, the white cells are like patrols trying to see if anything is around bad, they find something bad, they get all smooshed up around the issue. Sometimes it can be a bacteria, sometimes it can be just, uh, that's why pimples happen. That's why you have sometimes uh, sepsis, because you could have like a cut in your in your leg, and then you go to a you jump into a bridge into a river. The water is kind of nasty. You don't you don't decontaminate and clean the cut. Then it becomes a sepsis. What's a sepsis? Is white cells surrounding the bacteria that is inside the body, so it won't get into the muscle veins and actually kill the the human itself so instead of that just make a big ball containing the virus into the human can remove it and the way that it's going to remove it see the pressure and it's going to be a lot of pus coming out uh, or they go to a doctor because the thing solidifies and then you have to literally remove a rock out of the part of the body that i'm telling that whatever part of the body is in on it that's why the white cells are, the, are designed for are designed to stop any illnesses then you have the immune system there's like it's like a machine that can make anything in it like you can throw any virus inside and it will if it is able to fight against a train it will make a new way to the to go against the illness it can create anything and anything because they have all the different components required to fight any kind of illnesses that can be possible. Uh, don't ask me how that works because even people who work in that area, like, they don't even understand it either. <laughs> but that's how yeah. we actually fight the really strong illnesses like COVID or monkeypox or stuff like that. But like sepsis, uh, cuts and other stuff is like about white cells. And also like infections and STDs or stuff like that, also the white cells. Anything that have to do with blood with blood and any bacteria or virus going into it, white cells gonna be then if it's any other organ, muscle, or anything like that, it's, it's the it's the immune system, but also the immune system can go into the blood into the blood if it's required. It's like it's like in my end the white cells is just like the local police and then the immune system is the FBI. And the FBI can go all around the court body, and the United States is the body. If that makes sense. Oh, so that's a really good analogy. Go all around. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Okay. So I also want to talk about because flu season, COVID season, like everything's coming back again. Like a lot of people are starting to get sick. What is a a, a way to um, protect our white blood cell count, and if there are ways to do so? Or because um, obviously, you know, diet can be important, but what would you recommend for people do during the season of like the fall and like where okay. with flu well, and stuff it, like that? Depends, because uh, first of all, flu is always mutating and it's like a bajillion. Very good point. Yeah. Like, it's a bajillion of different flus that exist in the, in the war. So what happened is like they make the flu vaccine that is like, 
they make like a list of the how the most common flu that's going to be projected that's going to happen on the specific year they make the vaccine and then they shoot it to the person that person get like a lower level flu that means that he's going to be combating with weakening flu symptoms so that person can have the immune system ready if they have to go against any of those flus but during that time that is they should have wear a face mask because they're more likely to suffer a bigger illnesses because they're already fighting with this with the with a weaker version of the illness if that makes sense so it's best to if you're feeling kind of sick after the flu shot just stay at home and relax and if you know someone is sick stay away from that person because that can create issues with you because you're already weak for a little you're a little bit weak for the vaccine itself when you overcome that issue you can go out and you won't have many issues either anyways also, second thing, if you have flu symptoms for more than two weeks, uh, another doctor tell that, go to your doctor. More likely, you can become bronchitis, and that's something more problematic for you because then you start accumulating like flu, like fluids inside your lungs, and that will create a lot of issues for you. So if you have flu systems for longer than two weeks, uh, go and check that out. Uh, also, COVID, COVID is going to start coming more often than everything else because it's, it's like a 2.0 flu that you need to start vaccinating more. You need to vaccinate over time because what happened is like COVID is always going to be around and it's going to mutate depending on the host that it's getting. It's going to come out, going to have a mutation, and then it's going to jump to other places and it's going to become stronger and stronger. Yeah, and the COVID vaccine, what it does is like, uh, it's like they throw you a bunch of antivirus on your body, but after a certain time, all the antivirus dies. So you're against like, and really, if you didn't got COVID when you have the antivirus, now you're running the risk that if you get COVID, you're gonna get in a lot of problems. So after certain months, you have to know when your vaccine because you I don't know what vaccine you took if you took Pfizer, Moderna, or what's the third one. But regardless, it depends yeah. what vaccine <laughs> okay. you take. Try to figure out when is the uh, viability and when is the decay time. The viability is, let's say that you inject to your body a hundred milligrams of the active ingredient but you only get 60 milligrams on your body, that means the, the product has 60% viability. And also the half-life means the, after how long it takes the, the viruses to die. Half-life is like how long it takes to go from 100 to 50, from 50 to 25, to 25 to 12.5, to 12.5 to 6.75 and so on, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. when, you do, and when you do that, you're gonna know when it's gonna be the best time to take your booster so you don't run into problems with COVID because you need to figure out, you can put it earlier, but that's gonna be like, you just put it for no reason. So it's best if you take it when you notice that you start like being low in the levels of that, and then you should put the booster there and then you're gonna be fine for another time and you're gonna be fine. But also as I said, with the flu, vaccine have to wear a mask and also don't try to go out when you barely took the COVID vaccine because if you go out and you're going to be weakening for the for the antivirus for the antivirus running in your body right. because your body used to it so if you want to go out just wait into the whole it spills go like if you have a rush wait into the rush is kind of not sore anymore if you have like flu like symptoms wait if you if you have to move your arm to get so like just wait and then when you have when you're better you can go out and do whatever but mm -hmm. if you have to work obviously just wear a mask and stay away from regular people mm -hmm. and to keep your distance for everything so you don't get those issues because the flu is easy to combat but COVID is way harder and if you aren't that weekend way you get COVID for any of the people because you don't know who can be just a carrier that can be creating an issue for the person if it makes sense yeah and let me ask you this so like how important is it to let's say someone gets the moderna vaccine 
um, the first round, right, last year, whenever the, the vaccines came out, 2021, I think. How important is it to be consistent with the specific vaccine you took? Doesn't, doesn't really matter because okay. it's not like you have to keep the same form because it's like the technology is similar because everything was made like on a on a way to say like we wanna everybody's gonna share the knowledge because that will happen with the COVID vaccine something that never happened before the instead of been doing a small uh, experiments everywhere and each one coming out with the best idea the whole world said like no we're doing we are not doing that we're gonna pay you whatever you want just put everything on the table and whoever can come up with the best idea start selling it first if we can do the same shit and figure it out to do it slightly better but you don't want to do it okay do it so the, be- the more the better because mm-hmm. some people don't feel comfortable with certain companies than others so the more the better, but it doesn't matter because everything is based in the same science. So yeah. it's really, it doesn't matter. And what what people It's just like care. a brand name, basically. Pretty much. It's like genetic yeah. versus brand. It's like it's the same thing. The only the only difference is that but I'm talking about like, like the brand. Most, yeah, but I'm talking like the brands that we're using in America, like Pfizer, Modern and all stuff. But the brands like from China or Russia. Since they got a lot of corners, I don't trying to say anything negative about them, but the way they they, they kind of do the science was kind of more like political than actually scientific. And also the way that they did in here was more, more than Terry. So if they're able to do a vaccine, they can A, make it like they need to read those a lot, but the person can stay healthy but need the vaccines, they will do that. Instead of giving a vaccine that cannot keep it healthy and gonna kill the person, you're just gonna get one or two shots. If that makes sense, you mm-hmm. gotta think about it like how a person in the pharmacy company would think about it, and it would be like, okay, I wanna keep it healthy, so they're gonna like it and they won't doubt about it. But I wanted to keep going, so I wanna put like a decay time, so everything that's inside of it dies after a certain amount of time, so they need it over and over and over. And that makes sense. So that's how the way they thought about it. That's why you get boosters because they didn't design it so the body can make new versions of it. They design it so they can just be blockade because the way that they did it is like they make a bubble around the antivirus and when they introduce into the body and get in contact with all the uh, COVID, the bubble breaks and the antivirus go against the COVID. And when that happened, that one wins, came to the body and it's like a new immune validity and that's how person can start getting like self immune system for COVID but that's kind of hard to do right but so it's not that much about brands if it's tested properly by FDA or as our governmental group has been seen by higher levels and they have like a good quality of things yeah it's fine, but if the company doesn't follow good protocols or doesn't fill up good paperwork or doesn't follow something called FIFO, there's uh, it's a way that you're always gonna keep the data. No FIFO, uh, EMP, good manufacturing procedures and other stuff like that. If you don't keep good paperwork about everything, you can make a lot of problems. And if you don't got a good system like that, uh, they can make like issues with the vaccines by like dosage stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, issues okay so we talked about why blood cells so like i'm interested to know how red blood cells go into this in terms of like with um how do the red blood cells apply when it comes to like sickness or like flu or covid and stuff all depends on the sickness like not all sickness go against the red blood cells no sickness Mm -hmm. or a specific thing it's always the sickness depend of First, if it's a virus, imagine a virus is like a, it's like a headphone. It's like this, let's say it's, it's like this. It have like two entrances, and the virus have those two entrances, and for a specific part of the human body, if it's able to clamp to those specific parts of the human body, then it's gonna uh, body or cell or whatever it need to be clamped. It will start introducing the RAM on the cell or blood cell or white cell or whatever. It's going to start multiply and make creating another virus inside that cell into the cell 
and the site will continue into the either the host dive for how many viruses inside and they cannot keep holding that many, or antivirus and Y cells and maybe something human intervention and save the person, if that makes sense. Like for example, uh this this ever go to a lake or pool or anything that have not been like trained or or the water being like stuck like it's been stuck there for months oh my god sorry not to interrupt but i did see a tiktok about that like this kid he went to an abandoned pool in a house abandoned house and god knows how long it had been there but for sake of quote-unquote adventure he jumped in and essentially got like a traumatic brain disorder no, what happened is this. or i don't know what it was but maybe you can explain what happened to him but yeah. essentially he's just he's not the same as he was before he jumped in what happened is this uh he Thank got <laughs> he got like a infection bacteria that he's in his brain yeah the his favorite like meal was fatty uh fat and fatty acids and the brain is made of that. So it started consuming the brain little by little into the kid, they don't have any more frontal lobe and different parts of the brain because the, the bacteria are progressively moving around the whole cranial point and they start eat, like eating from the top to the bottom. And if they're able to introduce into the brain, they will be eating inside the brain. And that's kind of hard for the white cells to go into that point because it's little amount of white cells to go here because it's really weird to a human body to get infection directly to the brain. Yeah. But since the kid jump into the water and get absorbed water into the nostrils and the nostrils have a direct uh, conduct to the, to the brain and, the, and maybe they keep absorb water through the nose. When the kid did that, introduce a little bit of water in just one drop, just one small little drop is gonna be able to make the whole issue. From that affected water. And yeah, over time and all that bacteria. The bacteria will start multiplying. If it's just two bacteria around, it's enough to start multiplying what they have enough food to eat. So just two bacteria is enough. Or even if if the bacteria is a asexual reproduction, just one bacteria itself can destroy the whole human body. That is bones. insane. How is he even still alive? Because, I mean, he, he easily could have died. Like, you know, he... The thing is, like, he is and he's not. Like, yeah. he's not here anymore. His yeah. body can breathe, eat, and do the essential Nor- things the human body would do. Right. But if you ask for his consciousness, himself, the person that he was before, is no more here, here anymore because the parts of the brain that made him who he was are not there anymore. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Define what that entails. Like, what kind of... Well, functions he can't do anymore for people well, who, depends who, on, depends on, who don't depends, know depends on where which part of the brain got it up like if it got it up the frontal lobe uh, it won't be able to understand like rationalize anything or create any any creative thoughts if it got like in the back uh, the visual cortex won't be able to understand the visual things that he's seeing so he won't be able to connect for example my earbud to music he just want to see it like a plastic and won't understand what it is even if i tell him five seconds later he won't understand what it is uh also all depends on if they went to the amygdala if they went to the how deep they were able to consume the brain and how deep they went on it and how much damage they went the deeper they were uh the more damaging it is for the person if they eat like it, it can go from controlling the humor to controlling the behavior to controlling the balance on the kid. All depends of how long the bacteria was in there, how much bacteria was in there, and for how long the kid suffered that. And so I cannot tell you like straight away just without seeing like all those points. But if the kid, the, if it, the way that I see in the video, he looked really bad. Like, like he won't be able to be the same ever you know makes sense which is really sad no that- yeah it makes perfect sense and the way you explained thank you for explaining that was was good because um 
yeah, like lesson, like for me, what I got out of it, and I know the science behind it, but I just got out of like, wow, like never jump into a body no. of water that you don't know how long no, it's been it's there, especially really... like a pool or something, because this house has been abandoned in the pool, obviously itself too, for years, like God knows how long. And um, he, I think, I don't know, he just jumped in for fun, you know, and like just one yeah. split second, like changes entire life forever. Let me put it like this. Uh, now that the planet is going to start increasing their temperature, some kind of bacteria is going to be melted down from the ice caskets that we haven't seen before. And also a lot of bacteria is going to start proliferating better because they're going to have more energy to become more problematic. So we're going to start seeing more issues around the planet regarding those bacteria, viruses, and fungi because now the plant is going to be able to cultivate those issues easier for the temperatures that we're going to have. And thus, you have to be more careful. You have to make sure, like, sometimes you can get, even if you don't get your, your nose and, and head in the water, you can get sometimes, like, worms inside your, inside your skin, and they literally have to cut the part of the skin and remove each worm. Because the worm, the mother worm will make holes in your skin while you're in the water because your pores are open and they will lay all the eggs on your skin. And you will look like if you have like a circle and then the circle is going to start moving like little tentacles all around your arm. They're going to have to need to open your arm, remove each one just by jumping a body of water so you're not comfortable going. If you're going to do something, like if you want to do stuff like that, you should go to places that A, you're aware that nothing like that has happened before and they have no cases of issues like that b if you have like a kind of like a guide that you can go and see like which bodies of water are safe to go like that way it's best to go to those bodies of water regardless if it's full of other people because it's better to be around a lot of people that suffer a really bad death because you want you want to be alone and you jump into a body of water that's just gonna end your life in the most horrible way and also be the thing that I always want to say to most of the people, like a lot of stuff can happen and it's kind of people don't understand, don't understand the gravity of the issues because they don't understand sometimes the science behind the science behind it of how bad the things are doing at the bad, how bad the things are doing about those issues. Like, let me put an example, uh, driving fast on a car. Uh, the people who drive Teslas, do you know that Tesla have the same way that a, a F-150? So a F-150, a, a, a truck, a pickup truck, is the same way as a, a, a Model 3 Tesla. It's just like, like 100, uh, like 0.1 tons difference of weight is almost nothing. Both are like four tons each one. And people don't pay attention that much on their Teslas, what they're doing. And if a car the same way the, the semi-truck hits you, it just done so. And a lot of people don't think about those issues and they drive kind of erratic about, and they don't notice that they're moving a multiple ton vehicle made out of metals that is what is called moving a hazard on a high velocity and it can create like each it can damage someone's life forever if that makes sense i always think about those stuff and i started thinking a bit more after i saw this tiktok video i don't know if you saw it too the abia car and the guy was going like 100 miles per hour in a 55 or something like that and the police officer told the guy like hey slow down you almost hit me and then a lady also stopped next to him i did see it and then the police officer was like, oh, please just slow down. And then the girl was like, oh, it's the first day. I kind of tell him to do it. I'm sorry. Yeah. And the police officer just told him, let's let it go to warm. Then what happened is like a semi was like going backwards. And the guy thought he was being able to go before the truck. And he just got squished by the truck. And then yeah. they got and they got mango. And the body is just looked like an open flowers. Yeah. Like, yeah, like literally, I think it was like, I don't know how much time had passed, but that yep. same night, that same police officer found them, obviously deceased, 
um after that accident and he did not slow down like that's just it's just tragic and insane but yeah i saw that and i was like oh my gosh the time was like between 10 and 20 minutes after yeah something like that it was it happened just so quick police officer was having a mental problem like he was like like he was he lost it when he saw that yeah yeah it was crazy yeah because he had tried to warn them and i don't know if he gave him a ticket or not but he let them go no but... he just gave a warning he was like please slow down yeah it was just a warning and you know and they were young too like they were like probably like early 20s but... you know what's the worst part uh, no. they kept the computer of the car because that didn't got destroyed the car was going faster than when the police pulled him over when oh the police God. pulled him over it was running a hundred when when the guy crashed was 126 that's insane 126 miles per hour yeah oh my god no i can't no that's literally insane okay or i am down to do it just let me know if if you need more material no it's all good yeah definitely but yeah i really appreciate you coming on and again with the end like that just goes to show like for kids and people like slow down when you're driving and don't jump into a pool or a body of water you don't know yeah don't do how something. long it's been there like if i can say something like if you think it's yes. kind of dangerous and you do it because it's dangerous don't do it like right it's not worth it either you someone that you love or someone that you care about is gonna end up really about hurt and then you're gonna lament for the rest of your life 100%. and you won't be able to, you won't be able to overcome it trust me don't do it for the video or the tiktok or whatever else yeah. the fuck like you you're no thinking word. it's a good idea at the time and it's like literally um, in a moment's time anything everything can change and that's something that like sometimes i think about <laughs> it's not it's not good to get cloud for in an exchange to ruin the rest of your life just for and a, your health yeah just for a 30 to 3 minutes video. It's not worth it. Thank you so, so much for coming on. Where can people find you, follow you? Um, all uh, that good stuff. Uh, I have a in- Instagram. Let me see. Yes, that. please follow Kimar. He just made one. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be posting really useful facts and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my Instagram is kill, K-I-L-L. M-A-R-B. 